Welcome to The Business Grind, where we give you an inside perspective on what it takes to start, build, and run a successful business. Here are your hosts, Danny Shaw and Sean Michael Wellington. Right. Hello to everyone in podcast land today. Thanks for joining us as usual. Sean, how are you feeling? Feeling good and ready to talk some lifestyle businesses this week. All right. Definitely. Definitely. So uh, as Sean already mentioned, for today's episode, we're going to be discussing lifestyle business. Right. So we'll give an intro to, uh, you know, what it is, what it isn't uh, and how it may differ from traditional startup businesses and some things to consider if one is interested in a lifestyle business. Right. So uh, I guess the first thing is to discuss what is a lifestyle business, right? Right. Uh, well, I do want to know, uh, before we jump into it, uh, what made you decide that you wanted to talk about this in, on this episode? Uh, well, I will say uh, for me, be, which will probably lead into you know the, the description and describing of what a lifestyle business is. But for me, I've always kind of been aware of lifestyle businesses, but... Um, I think also for me, what made me want to tackle this was we're kind. Of, <clears throat> excuse me, we're kind of in the age of, you know, entrepreneurship. Being a business owner is very romanticized, and for a lot of people, I think we only think there's only one way to do a business or to have a business, right? Like we got to be a startup or bust or scale at all costs, and think if that's not the type of business that we are setting out to do, then it is you know, it's a failure, right? That that's the end or be all. So uh, knowing about lifestyle businesses, I thought it would be a good topic to discuss to kind of compare and contrast and introduce it to people who may not be familiar with the concept. Okay, cool. Yeah. And do you know any, because as we did, our, as I did my research on this topic, I'm trying to think of business owners who fall under this category. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got we to gotta give a description. <laughs> we gotta true, true, true. Yeah, right, right. I just want to know if you, if you had anybody in mind. That's I, I, I don't, offhand, offhand, I, I, I have some folks, but we're going to get to that. You have, But I appreciate it. You went right into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right. So with that being said, I, since, since I know you wasn't really familiar with this concept, I'll let you take, like, based off your understanding, what have you uh, research. Where did your research lead you in regards to what is a male, uh, no, a lifestyle business? Uh, where it led me was basically, in a nutshell, lifestyle businesses are businesses designed to be a reliable source of income and not necessarily uh, you playing out, you know, your dreams or your your, your ideas. But it's mm. it's specifically um, uh, predicated on generating income to maintain a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I. Uh, you know, deciphered it. Okay. I, I wouldn't disagree with you. So the only thing I would disagree is where you mentioned, like, it's not really based on your dreams. Right. And I think that's a little open-ended because it's like, well, maybe somebody dream is really just to live a certain lifestyle. Right. That's true. That's uh, no. true. So that's where it gets a little grayish. You know, I think for a lot of people, the definition may change depending on who you ask. Right. But I think for us as a baseline, I think we're in agreement that essentially it's a business that's essentially set up and run by the founders. But the primary goal of it is really to sustain a particular level, you know, of uh, of income uh, and to provide a foundation to enjoy a particular lifestyle that you identify. Right. 
And that's where it gets a little wavy, right? Because everybody's lifestyle is different. Well, a lot of people's lifestyle are different, right? They have different aspirations, different goals. So uh, depending on what you want your lifestyle to be and how you want to live it, that business that supports that lifestyle may will vary, right? But I think ultimately the base, the key takeaway is that it's, I think the, the easiest way to say it, it's not doing the most, right? Right, like growth, rapid growth. Right. Rapid expansion, all that is not the is not the goal. It's not the goal. The goal is I want to live a certain lifestyle, whatever that may be. And here is a business that supports me in that goal and that the endeavor. All right. Yeah. And then one thing I guess you'll probably go into greater detail about, but one thing about the lifestyle business is that it's really is really really heavily uh predicated on improving like we said the income of the owners or the initial investors mm-hmm. but the workers mm-hmm. and the employees the people you know the people actually uh doing the groundwork doesn't necessarily take them to account too much right it doesn't it, it really doesn't right uh it's really more about a few people a few investors or usually one person you know in a lot of cases and just how does that you know uh, impact their their lifestyle and their living. Now, in a roundabout way, there could be added benefits and effect. You know, sometimes these businesses, even though it started off as a lifestyle business, it may have grown and become successful to the point that, you know, the rest of the staff and other teams and people have benefited and they're all able to grow or benefit from it. Uh, but it's not really, the goal isn't really to say I'm going to start a lifestyle business and the goal is to create a hundred employee a hundred person employee company and you know stock options uh technically that could be considered a lifestyle business if you determine that your lifestyle is to be a ceo right but usually you're thinking more like uh you know i just want to work 80 hours 70 hours x amount of hours 40 hours and do this amount of work and call it a day and it allows me to you know, maybe travel the world a little bit more frequently or spend more time with my kids or not be as strenuous on my taking a physical toll on me. But again, it really is dependent on the person and what they have identified their lifestyle that they want to to live. So I was thinking of like um, mainstream examples of a lifestyle business or like, you know, readily known examples. Uh, That's where I was kind of, I was curious uh, what what came to mind for you. So I will say, I don't know, I wasn't able to identify any mainstream businesses that is uh, a lifestyle business. And and if I say mainstream, I'm I'm thinking in regards to uh, press, right? Uh, Saying, oh, well, this person is doing this and that. Usually because media and press, for the most part, they, you know, they focus on those multi-million dollar success operations and things like that, right? I mean, there's probably stories where a business in its early stages was possibly a lifestyle business, even though their goal wasn't to be. So maybe their goal was to get to the higher upper echelons of corporate success history, right? And be a type multi-million dollar company. But maybe at a certain point, it was just enough to maintain the lifestyle and what they were doing, right? Um, I think... I think in case in point, the episode that we uh, that we did with Mr. Johnson, right? Like his story, his business, he's an accountant. He has a big, large office and firm and a staff full of people. 
Now, I wouldn't consider his business a lifestyle business, right? Uh, especially not where it's at now. But he did allude early on where a lot of his, you know, he was taking the money early in the month, using it for the rent for this, and then it was, you know, generating. Uh, it was enough to sustain his lifestyle. I know that's probably not what he wanted to do forever, right? Because that's a kind of a chaotic lifestyle. But it's very, very, you know, this is just enough to sustain me and keep me going for the lifestyle that I eventually want, right? Is that right? Is that making sense? Am I? It does. So right. now, with that said, the first thing that comes to mind, which. <laughs> Is not a business. Or it is a business, but it's a business within a platform. I'm thinking of OnlyFans. I think these OnlyFans uh, <laughs> people probably are, you know, performing a lot, are creating lifestyle businesses without even knowing it. That's kind of what I now. Now that I wrap my head around it, I need to wrap my head around content. That's the only way I think for some reason. All right, so, so I would, I, I'm, I'm, I will, I will be, I'm, a, I'm not too familiar with the OnlyFans the model. model. I do know that OnlyFans take about 20% cut of the content creator. Oh, okay. So because the platform takes a cut, it may right. not right. fall under that. That's a good point. I good mean, point. I but just because they take a cut doesn't mean that it's, you don't have a lifestyle business, right? Uh, uh, okay, let's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we don't got... I know, I know. I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. Like, all right, what's the video version of, I guess, of a lifestyle he, business? And I think an OnlyFans person who's popular and lives that's their main source of income that might fall under that that might fall under it it's a possibility when i think of lifestyle business so for me right this is why sometimes it's kind of hard to get a, a definitive grasp or understanding right so for me it when i think of lifestyle i'm thinking about you know i personally don't want to be uh i want to somehow maintain a nice balance of work play mental health you know physical health i want to be able to try to have a nice balance of all those elements in my life based off what i think is important right so for me uh, uh only fans or not just only for any type of content <clears throat> excuse me content creation i've been in the content creation game i started a business that was content creation for me i realized at the time that wasn't the lifestyle i wanted to live the amount of content i had to put out just for you know some, j just for some type of return, whether it's monetary or page views or growing an audience, was was very strenuous to me, right? Uh, and I knew it was a nice, it was a, you know, profitable business, but the lifestyle as a whole was not it for me. Be pumping out twelve articles a day, image cropping, you know what I mean? That that wasn't for me, but. There may be a content creator that's going to be like, hey, you know, I'm cool doing this, creating X amount of content and calling it a day. That's the lifestyle that they pertain, that they are okay living for this business that they have created. For instance, if you're starting, if you create in some type of startup or you're trying to create a company that has a um, scale up fast, there's a lot of other things that you need to be considerate of, right? Uh, you got a, a lifestyle business generally generally is less investment than a startup right um it's 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 designed to generate money usually from day one you know it's less risky it's less risky but the opportunity for uh growth is not as large as a startup or something so you know you can people people start up lifestyle uh, businesses by you know 
they they're a photographer their business is photography right obviously if i'm a photographer and i start that business to sustain a certain lifestyle i want um i don't need a lot of investment as you know an instagram i may not need to pay infrastructure fees and you know serving fees and all of that type of stuff right uh a photographer can probably generate profits after they've covered the cost for their equipment light in maybe some programs it's going to be a short amount of time before they start generating profits before they're able to cover those expenses that they've invested in already right it's it's not going to be a long time for that especially if they're good and they have a solid clientele right meanwhile if um but also with that being said it's creating a lifestyle but when you think about the growth or the upside opportunity as a one-man or one-woman uh, photography studio or operation, there's only so much growth and upside that you can have. You know, uh, you could reach the heights of being a world-famous photographer, if that's fine, but it's not like you will be able to scale it and become a large photography house firm or become a Getty Images unless you're trying to be. But usually, if it's a lifestyle, it's usually like one or a few people and, you know, just slow, steady growth that maintains the lifestyle that you're trying to live, house, kids, family, and so forth. All right. Uh, so one of the things you mentioned, uh, which I was curious about, was, you know, the investment. And it, it's less of an investment up front, it sounds like, from, every, uh, from research I did, for a lifestyle business versus a, you know, traditional startup where you're trying to rapidly expand and scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't, I didn't quite understand why it would be less uh, but now I kind of do, but I'm going to see if you, maybe you could explain a little further in, in my head. It's because you're not investing in the scalable items like staff or technology that's going to help you be more efficient and produce at a higher, you know, uh, rate or more, you know, more product, whatever it is, the things that, that go at the scale are usually where that extra investment comes from. So am I understanding it correctly though? I just want to see. Kind of, I think it's a little bit of that because if you're thinking about scale, usually a lot of times when you're thinking about scaling growth so fast, you, a lot of times you need a large influx of money and capital investments to grow fast. And a lot of times that growth comes at the cost of profits, right? Uh, you know, I'm trying to grow and get, grab my audience and do these things. I am trying to grow fast for a few reasons. One, I'm trying to capture audience, but in order to capture that audience, I had to take capital from investors who need their money back. Right. So yeah. now I'm I'm trying to uh, satisfy a lot of different folks at one time, trying to grow a business, trying to make it profitable, trying to satisfy my users and cons- customers. But also I got these people who loan me this money <laughs> back as well. That's that's helped me grow as well. Right. So there's more factors and kind of more, um, you know, things to take into consideration. So in regards to the cost, right? You're definitely going to need infrastructure costs for a lifestyle business. But I think one of the bigger takeaways is that you're probably less, generally speaking, you're less beholden to so many entities that you got to pay back and that you got to answer to, uh, you know, and you don't have to promise as many returns and stuff like that. Right. Right. Okay. That makes sense because, you know, the individual uh, owner and or his investors, they're all kind of unified in that goal in maximum profitability. So right. it seems like all of the money they invest would go towards that goal. So wouldn't it be a matter of, yeah, it wouldn't right. be a matter of having to pay anything back. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. So that's kind of where the, uh, where that investment factor comes into play there. 
So I think, but one thing I, I think, you know, should be clarified, right? I, at least from my, from my take, it's not like a lifestyle business is inherently easier than a non-lifestyle business. It's just that it puts you in a different state of mind, a different mindset uh, in regards to how you want to go about your business and with the life that you're trying to live, right? Because there's work. And I think what has happened is, you know, you're going to blame social media. Let's blame social media. You know, uh, there's a lot of people that are out here that says, be, they'd say, be your own boss, create your own business, stop, you know, answering the folks and, you know, quit your nine to five, all of those key phrases, right? The thing is, no matter who you, no matter what type of, no matter how you get your income, you're working for somebody, right? If you have your own yeah. business, you're working for cust- your customers. If you have a job and you're working for your boss, you're working some, you have a boss in some way and capacity. Whether you own a business, your boss is your customers. If you work at a job, then your boss is your manager. You all have a, a boss, right? Uh, to an extent. But I think what happens is uh, for a lot of people early on, when you hear lifestyle business and things like that, I think uh, people kind of think, oh, well, I only work one hour a day and that's it. And I live the rest of my life for myself and I have all the time in the world. That's not really the case for uh, any type of business, but definitely not the case for a lifestyle business. I think uh, recently you have a lot of people who have lifestyle businesses that are based around like... um, drop shipping and Amazon and stuff like that. You have, you know, you have these people who I do drop shipping or I do this and that. All I do is spend an hour a day and I, and I live my, my best life. And that's great. I'm not going to knock it, but that is not really the norm. And that really, I, I don't think that should be expected for anyone that's considering a lifestyle business. Okay. Now let me ask you a question. This is a philosophical question. So, you know, I don't know if there's a right answer, but do you consider, um, like a lifestyle business uh, retirement alternative? Because I've, I've seen that written el- elsewhere that oh some people God. use that as an al- <laughs> alternative oh my, to retirement. Oh, you must have been in my, in my head in conversations lately, especially since I've really been talking about retiring early out the game <laughs> lately. Uh, lifestyle businesses can be a retirement strategy, right? It can be an early retirement strategy. It can be a post-retirement strategy, to be quite honest. Um, I think it's really, again what's your lifestyle and what you're trying to live. Like, I know for me, uh, when I get out the game, it's not going to be about, you know, I'm not just going to sleep all day, every day. I'm still going to be doing some type of work, some type of activity, just something, right? That's just in my nature and energy. So in that case, uh, a life, lifestyle business or a side venture, something or something to just keep you busy or hobbies is going to always come into play, right? But I, it can work as a retirement strategy, but I think, for all intents and purposes, it can work now, especially in the world that we're in. We see a lot of people, a lot of articles, people not satisfied with the work and their jobs and, and how they're being treated and going on their own. And for a lot of people, it's not about saying I'm creating a business that's going to make me, you know, put me on the cover of a, of a fast company magazine or any other of these business magazines. It's more about I'm going to create a business that will replace my job. And allow me more flexibility than what my job did. And I hopefully, you know, maybe it'll be a little, maybe even better than my job where I'm able to hire some people to help me and, you know, maybe, you know, help impact their lives as well. Uh, it's, it's so it, it really depends on how, uh, what are you seeking and what is the goal from it? 
okay. I, Danny, I think my business is a lifestyle business this whole time, and I didn't know it. Oh. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I'm learning that now. I mean, it started off as an extension of, you know, me as a video producer. Right. Just monetizing it and extending, you mm-hmm. know, increasing right. the opportunities. Right. But just all these kind of qualifications. It's like, you know, it's low-key a lifestyle business, even though I have partners who, you right. know, it's not all about my success. It's about our collective success. But, right. you know, yeah, it sounds like it's a lifestyle business stuff. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think for a lot of people, uh, they may have a lifestyle business, not realize it is. And listen, just because it starts as a lifestyle business doesn't mean that's how it ends, right? You can start a lifestyle business and it start manifesting and growing into something completely on its own. And now your lifestyle has changed because of how the business has changed. Right. Right. So you're like, oh, well, this has grown to such a great success story. And, you know, who knew we would be killing it like this. So now I need to adjust my lifestyle uh, to fit this. But that's fine. You know, I, I think we had similar paths. You know, your business started as an extension of what you was already trained to do as a profession right and it you know went into these other avenues and now you're like okay well we're profitable we're making money but then it would also be up to you to say well am i okay with what i'm doing now do i want bigger contracts do i want bigger clientele more clientele do i need to start bringing on more staff now if you start getting there to that level you know, it's still a lifestyle business. Can it replace your job today? You know, or could it partially replace it? You know, those type of questions. But um, even then, as you start growing, as you start growing doesn't mean that it's not a lifestyle business anymore, but you would really need to define if it's really just for your lifestyle or it's for the extras on top of that, right? Right, yeah. And I think the part that I uh, just related to, I guess, for lack of a better word, is just, not the obsession with rapid expansion and growth and being the biggest company in on the Forbes list. Right. It's more so maintaining and and you know quality mm. control mm-hmm. and continuing maintaining really your lifestyle. So right, right, yeah. right. I will say I do think you know uh, when it comes to the lifestyle, your your lifestyle cha- uh, uh, preferences can change and it will change. Right. So maybe your lifestyle was one one way. You know, you say, oh, I just need enough for this and call it a day. And that might have been good for three years, right? And now your life is style is changing. And you're like, I think I might uh, be better off. You know, not better off, but I think this is my new lifestyle. Well, then how does that business, how does your business adjust to it if it needs to be adjusted as at all, right? Um, but it really, all those things need to be taken into consideration, which is why sometimes it's hard to, you know, to clearly identify what is and what isn't a lifestyle business. Uh because everybody's lifestyle is different, right? Uh, but I will say, um, you know, usually it tends to be solopreneurs. You know, like one one generally speaking, one man show. Maybe they hire freelancers, uh, hire freelancers every now and then, helping you know, help with certain things. But for the most part, they're kind of running the show, all you know, solo dolo for the most part. And I will say, I think another key uh, factor to take away is that usually when people do start a lifestyle business, it's it's really more as a vehicle to boost the quality of their life or lead a particular lifestyle. Usually it's a scenario where, you know, they are seeking, you know, more freedom, you know, more flexibility, less risk, less stress. You know, they kind of get 
they're kind of, you know, tired of the standard path, right? They want more control. They get frustrated that maybe their ideas and thoughts aren't being considered at work or whatever environment that they're in. So they tend to say, okay, I want a little bit more freedom. You know, I don't want to get caught up in all the bureaucracy that happens at their regular scenario. And, you know, something that is tends to be less risk, a lower risk and started at a faster rate. You know, I can get started right away. I got laptop, Wi-Fi, or I have the resources, the infrastructure along the way. Uh, whereas if you are trying to start a startup, right, and this is a good con uh, contrast, if you're trying to start a startup, you know, the, they're not focused on freedom. If you're focused on, on a startup and trying to build a startup business, you're more focused on growth because you need that to grow, right? You may right. you may also hire a bigger team across different areas, right? Whereas that lifestyle business, you kind of hire as you need, as you go. Uh, I may need a bookkeeper. I may need someone to help me with operations. Whereas early on in a startup, you're just going to hire that big team across the board and like, let's figure it out, right? Um, and the risks are definitely considerably higher. We was talking about the cost earlier. Uh, the, the risk are higher, you know, higher risk, higher cost. Um, sometimes the, the, the stakes are so high, you can't even, you have, the only way to get started is with venture funding, venture capitalist funding. Like you can't even bootstrap it. Right. And ultimately that control, that control when you're trying to do a startup is very limited compared to, uh, a lifestyle business because, uh, you have, like I mentioned before, you have to answer to investors and, and other stakeholders and people who have a controlling interest in in that idea you know yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna read a piece that i or a little sentence that i saw when i was researching online um mm -hmm. this is from uh fact support faq support.com okay. um it was like the main part is a lifestyle business typically has limited scalability and potential for growth because such growth would destroy the lifestyle which the owners sort to mm -hmm. achieve the lifestyle you know would be destroyed <laughs> mm -hmm. if they attempted to scale the business so i think that was just Help me grasp the concept very uh, clearly. It's like the reason you have limited potential for scale and mm -hmm, size mm -hmm. is because you're trying to maintain your lifestyle and that would interrupt it. It's right. Straightforward. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. I will say is the book, uh, The 4-Hour Work Week, which we actually uh, read and reviewed. So if y'all did not catch that episode, catch it. Uh, but the book that we read, The 4-Hour Work Week, I think when that book came out, it really had a lot of people... Uh, in their mind thinking that I can create a lifestyle business and only work two hours a week and life will be grand. I think, you know, while we, we definitely enjoyed that book and I didn't have any knock, it definitely, I think, influenced a lot of people to think that they can have a lifestyle business with minimal work, <laughs> minimal input. And I would it. argue it's more work. Like, because yeah. you have you have all these parameters. Right. You can't just infuse capital in your business to solve problems mm -hmm. anymore. You have to actually be a problem solver. So I right. think it's harder. I, I would say it is harder. I, I definitely would. I, I I've been I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I've been in ventures where, you know, we were in the startup lane and we were like, yo, we trying to really scale this out, baby, and get investors and do it all and you're like, Oh, this is crazy, you know, uh and then transition and be like, uh I'm more, you know, as you get older and things start changing, you say, I don't really want to do this hustle and bustle. I mean, you're hustling and bustling either way. So let's, let's be clear. But 
now it's more like I think I want to focus on a little bit more of a balance. I still hustle and bustle, but where's the rest of my quality of life going? And I do think uh, lifestyle business definitely tends to lend themselves to that. You know, you may not get all the uh, the accolades and the glitz and the glam, but if you're definitely more into your quality of life and not losing sleep overnight because a certain post you was hoping go viral to boost sales didn't go off, then yeah, you know, lifestyle business is probably a little bit more of that lane until you get to a point where it can expand probably beyond that, right? Uh, so now that, how do you feel realizing that, you know, uh, you know, it's like, well, my business is a lifestyle business more so. It, it, I felt like I was fighting against this idea of rapid expansion and rapid growth in the hustlers mentality. So now knowing that there's an actual classification for what I at least started out trying to do. Um, I don't know. It makes me, it makes me feel good that I, that there's this classification I never knew about. So, right. Right. And there's definitely, you know, you like. There's definitely case studies where people cross the line, right? People may have started something as, oh, this is just a hobby. You know, this is my little lifestyle business. And then there's a moment, a, a, a eureka moment where the business is crazy successful out the blue now. It wasn't, for instance, uh, the lady who made the mittens for Bernie Sanders, right? When he was at the inauguration, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, the picture went viral, Bernie Sanders wearing those mittens and, you know, everybody was trying to find out who is, who made it in XYZ. Next thing you know, she sold out, she's out of it. She sold out the inventory XYZ, right? But up until that point, for the most part, her business was a lifestyle business. It sustained her lifestyle, what she did. She enjoyed it. She had fun. I mean, it still is a lifestyle business, but that one event, you know, uh, rocketed her sales right uh i don't know how how she's doing now but she was doing very good all along just based off that right so you do have those moments it's not like all of a sudden it's not like you can't spike or you can't be more successful than what you initially wanted your lifestyle business to be but the initial thing is that the goal out the gate is not to be that the goal is to be like i just want to sustain a particular level of uh, income and enjoy a specific lifestyle and you as the business owner, get to decide what type of lifestyle you want to live and take it from there. Okay. You know, yeah. there's a lot to consider. Yeah, it's, it's a lot to consider. And it's also, you know, some people are not built for this either. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just, from what I'm listening, from what I'm learning about it, like this isn't for everybody either. Uh-uh, not at all. I mean, listen, we've, we've had this talk on a lot of the episodes that we've done so far. Business as a whole isn't for everyone right? right we live in this world where it's really like oh well you gotta be your own boss i can't do that nine to five i don't know how y'all do it and it's like shut up <laughs> like it's it, business isn't for everybody whether it's a lifestyle business or a scale startup business i think some people just try to get into it and see what happens but even a lifestyle business isn't for everybody uh because what i've realized especially when I talk to a lot of people and who had aspirations you know, we say, well, determine your lifestyle and build your business around that. You'd be surprised at how many people don't even know what type of lifestyle they want to live. Right? Like, you yeah. you, you can't, uh, some people, you it would draw a blank. Well, what would you, in a perfect world, what type of lifestyle would you want? And what would, pro, what would usually happen is they wouldn't be able to tell you, but they would be able to tell you what they can't do. Right? 
It's like, what type of lifestyle you want? Well, I can't do this because no one asked you that. What yeah, type exactly. Of- <laughs> the question was, what do you want? What do not- you want? Right? What, not, what you, not what you can't do. What type of lifestyle would you want? Y'all want to start a business? I want to. Okay, great. Just tell me what that world will look like. Do you get to wake up late? Right? You ask yourself these questions. Does it mean, you know, I only work from 10 to 2? And I then I, you know, I wake up. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Maybe it's I wake up at 7 and I spend from 7 to 10 doing things I want to do leisurely, reading, taking a jog, coffee, whatever you want to do, focusing on your garden. And then say, I only want to work from 2 to 10 to 2 or 10 to 3, doing whatever you want for your business. Then saying, hey, you know, from 3 to 4, I pick up the kids and, you know, I spend time with them after school and I want to be home with them for dinner. And then, you know, maybe I'll go back and work at night from like 8 to 12 while the kids are asleep. What type of lifestyle would you like or what would be ideal for you? And that's where you kind of have to start having those conversations. And then, you know, that will help um, identify what type of life, a business would work for you. But if you don't really know what type of lifestyle you're gearing towards, then, you know, again, it kind of it's just as hard as starting a startup business as well. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like, I don't know what I want to do, uh, mm-hmm. but. I will say, again, the lifestyle will change. Some people don't mind working certain hours. I know for me, you know, my lifestyle, how I like to live my lifestyle. So, you know, and I know people who lifestyle would not, we wouldn't align. Like, I'm an early riser. I like to wake up early. I don't really like to be up too late. I like to go to bed at a decent time. So, you know, I wouldn't really want to be involved in a business that requires me being out past 11 or 12, you know what I mean? Or like, and I've been in those situations, you know, at a photo shoot or a video shoot. And you know how I feel about video shoots and photo shoots, right? Like, so I would never put myself in a position where that it would impact my lifestyle. Well, I got to be out like that on a consistent basis. One time emergencies and things like that, fine. But you're telling me consistently, this is how I have to live for this business? For me, it's probably not going to align and work well for me. You know? Yeah. Fair enough. So, all right. So, any closing thoughts or parting thoughts on lifestyle businesses? Um, only that, you know, it's um, very it's very easy to think that this is something that's easier than right. a traditional startup. Uh-huh. And when you really break it down and you see the constraints you have in terms of expansion and infusing capital for the purpose of expansion and problem solving it's really not necessarily easier it's um it could be equal but it's definitely not easier than a traditional oh yes so yeah great great point i definitely by by no stretch of imagination would i say um uh, a lifestyle business is easier i do think i i would say this about a lifestyle business for a lot of lifestyle businesses it tends to lend itself because because a lot of lifestyle businesses uh, start off because of people's hobbies and interests, there may be a there's a possibility for an easier transition into it, easier like doing that. But what you'll come to find is a lot of people, when they do something because they like it and then start doing it because it's a business, it's again, it's two different experiences, right? So... Uh, so all that to say, I agree with you, Sean. Yes, it's not as easy. As <laughs> <laughs> it's not as easy as we think, as one might think it might be, so to speak. So yeah. 
So I think we're good there. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, this is a good topic. I really enjoyed it. I actually had a good time revisiting it. I was familiar with the concept and things like that and, and the pros and cons. Well, not even pros and cons, just the comparison between this and like more traditional businesses. But what I did uh, like in revisiting this was that what I what I remembered was that there's no set correct path or answer for a lifestyle business, as with most things, right? Uh, some people, it, it, it spans multiple industries, multiple disciplines. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, if you can just make money from it and maintain the lifestyle that you want while making money from this business, then you've, you've, you're successful. It's really as simple as that. It's just that now you just decide on those other factors that go into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those other factors will determine, you know, determine everything else. Yep. Yes, indeed. Cool, cool. All right, so that's a wrap on this week's episode about lifestyle businesses and some things to be mindful of when considering if it might be right for you. If you have a question you would like us to answer on the show, shoot us a message on any of our social media channels or shoot us an email at questions.businessgrindshow.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share on Spotify and iTunes, please. See you again soon. In the meantime, keep grinding. The Business Grind is for entertainment purposes. Opinions expressed are those solely of the host and guests. Please consult with a professional and exercise discretion before engaging in any business endeavors.